When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of the Manchester is Red podcast by the Manchester Evening News. I am your host Ash Barami and I am pleased as ever to be joined by Charlotte Dunker. Hello. And Tara Marshall. Hello, good afternoon. Good afternoon indeed. How are we both doing? Yeah, good. It's a nice sunny day up here in Manchester for once. It is. It's not really warm, but we'll take the sun. Actually, the news has said it's warmer than Rome today. I find that hard to believe. They've been outside. It's very windy. Yeah, but when you're in the office yourself, I'm literally, oh, yeah, I'm sweat sweating. Box. Oh yeah, yeah. without big windows. Yeah, yeah, it feels very, very toasty. Sweat box on the side of the motorway if no one knows where we were. Yeah. <laughs> Makes it sound so appealing. <laughs> so, I mean, I think the last time we've done a podcast, it was before the midweek game against Wolves. Obviously, United dropped points. They lost going down 2-1 at Molyneux. And I think the only positive from since then is the fact that Arsenal also lost as well, Charlotte. We'll obviously move on to Barcelona in a bit, but quickly, just quickly on the top four, you still see it as it open. It's almost like a 50-50 race now between the four clubs that are in it. Yeah, I think Solskjaer, was, he said he was impressed with the performance that his side put in against Wolves. Personally, I thought they were very good for the opening 20 minutes and after that, it all went pretty quickly downhill. So I'm not sure I'm fully on board with his comments. I can see where he's coming from, but... Um, disappointing from their perspective to go there and drop points I know it's a tough place to go but given especially they'd lost there was it one week or two weeks before that you would have hoped that they they could have learned from what went wrong and gone there and got the three points but like you say it's the fact that teams like Arsenal Chelsea they could slip up it's not just in United's hands because Obviously, if they all win the games to the end of the season, United are going to finish sixth. We've just yep. remembered that they're, they've dropped down to sixth. So it's an exciting end to the season, isn't it? Exciting end indeed. And, t- and Ty, do you still see that as a, as a 50-50 race between all the clubs that are in it now? Mm. Or do you think someone has an edge? Well, I think the teams, I think the teams in third and fourth probably have an edge. And even Chelsea in fifth have an edge. Um, I think United are two points back from those now and maybe three points back from Tottenham in third so you know I think you have to say they have an edge I think it's going to be difficult for United now not to say they can't finish in the top four United have still got Chelsea to play yeah they've still got Chelsea to play at home and City but I well, think the positives are that Arsenal have a lot of away games and I think Tottenham also have to play City yeah so Arsenal have a lot of away games and haven't kept a clean sheet away from home all season which is ridiculous that they've done that and they're still fourth how is that even possible <laughs> when even Fulham and Huddersfield have kept away clean sheets this season that's I just it just blows my mind that I can't understand it um, but they've got away games at very winnable places you would think Arsenal I just um, think that people are going to slip up where you wouldn't expect there's very few games left though everyone's got six games left there's not many games left for people to slip up in United have got to beat Chelsea at home which they should do because Chelsea away uh, have been pretty ropey of late but at the same time United have got to go to Everton who have suddenly found form they've got Man City at home so they've got some tricky games I think they're going to need to win 
at least four of their last six, if not five of their last six to do it. I think if you look at the last two games, I think it's Cardiff and is it Huddersfield, I think the last two. Yeah. So if, it's very if, winnable. I think if United are in a space where maybe, even if it is goal difference or maybe a point that, yeah. you, you, they're surely bankers for United. That well, yeah. you're, Arsenal you're have got Burnley. Last game of the season, away to Burnley. Mm. They've got Brian at home, Leicester away, Wolves away. That's going to be a tricky one. Wolves away. Yeah, Leicester and Leicester and well, Wolves they're away. playing Wolves away on the same night as the Manchester derby. So, if Arsenal go to Wolves and get a result, and United losing the derby, then it could be a deciding factor. Who else? Crystal Palace at home. Watford away is the next game in the in the league. They have, yeah. I mean, yeah. I take it back. They have got some tricky away games. I thought their running was easier than that. Leicester. I mean, Watford have probably got their sights set in the FA Cup final now but they're still pretty decent yeah. Leicester are flying under Rodgers Wolves are going to have something to prove and we'll need to finish seventh to get into Europe now so they have got a tricky run in but at the same time you know Arsenal slipped up at Everton at the weekend United have still got to go there United have still got to play City at home which is obviously going to be very difficult yeah. um, that, I mean that Chelsea game is one they should they should win Chelsea under Sarri away from home of late have been pretty unpredictable they should beat West Ham at home like I say, their final two are very winnable. Chelsea, win. Chelsea have got Liverpool, Liverpool away, Burnley at home, United away, Watford at home, and Leicester away. Last game of the season. There's potential for all of them to all draw points. Yeah, to slip up. The problem is if they all slip up in two games, it's, it still won't it be stands, enough. For United. <laughs> so United are going to need to finish. I think they need to finish with four or five wins from the final. They're going to have to go on. Six. United are going to have to go on like a bit of an unbeaten run and hope that the other yeah. teams around them drop points. <clears throat> yeah, it's fair to say it's going to go down to the last day to decide that. But it all does seem a bit ironic that we're all talking about Champions League qualification, yet here we are 48 hours away from Barcelona on Wednesday. Yeah. Well, they and, could win it and get them back in it. Yeah, exactly. United are in a position where they could easily go on to I get to the semi-final say, e- and final. <laughs> they could easily the win League. it then, Ash. I thought you were going out there with the bold claim. United could easily win the Champions I th- I, League. I think they've got a chance of going through against Barcelona well but I suppose they have but does anyone it, really believe they're going to win it what the whole thing yeah if they get through if they knock out Barcelona the and then they've got a chance I mean it, Liverpool in the semi yeah Liverpool or Porto Liverpool have got bigger fresh to fry mm. at the moment Porto will want revenge for last year you never know Liverpool take their eye off the ball yeah, but yeah they've got Barcelona first and you know the form Barcelona in the form Messi are in that's going to be an almighty ask yeah. to get through but it was it was a big ask against PSG and they did it and it's interesting that I think we're all sat here and like oh god it's Barcelona the top of the league they've got Messi and Suarez they look amazing I did a piece this morning on the first European tie between the two teams in 83-84 and spoke to Norman Whiteside and he said that in Spain right now and in Barcelona they'll be looking at playing Man United and coming to Old Trafford and even though United are six in the league they'll be like flipping heck it's Old Trafford it's Man United mm. so that stature does count for something Barca won't be coming to United thinking yeah the six in the league they've just lost three of the last four we'll steam all of these yeah. they'll be thinking bloody hell it's Old Trafford on a there was a piece like, like reflecting that I've been on Barcelona's website this morning mm. 
and it was like low down, low down on the opposition. And it's basically like, not that you need a low down, like going yeah. on about the history between the two clubs. Like you <clears> said, <throat> talking them up. Mm. They're not, they're not saying, oh yeah, this is going to be a walk in the park because mm. United have lost three of the last four. They've not been great this season. Look at their squad. They were even like, oh, there was a list of like the next generation of England's like top talent, which made me laugh because Ashley Young was was listed in there. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. She wasn't I'm not sure if they've just done a copy and paste job from a few seasons ago, but yeah, if they're tipping him to be the hot new talent for England, I think they've uh, missed the boat on that one. But. I was going to ask, do you think there's more sense of like excitement than there is almost expectation? Yeah, I think so. I yeah. think so. I think there is, I think there's anticipation, excitement, I did an interview with a Spanish film crew this morning and they've been here since Saturday and they said that they'd got the sense of... I love this name dropping that you do. I, mean, I, I spoke to Norman Whiteside. <laughs> I've been on Spanish TV this morning. Those are my name drops. No offence, Norman, but I need to want my game over the next uh, <laughs> Tyrone's in big demand, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but they said they've been here since Saturday and just walking around town and speaking to fans, they'd sensed a real sort of anticipation about the game and I think I think that's what it is now. I'm not sure... You know, United fans will will feel they can win, and rightly so, they can win this tie. But I think it is anticipation and excitement that is the main sort of feeling two days out from the It's game. nothing to lose, is there? No, no and no. I think big European nights under the lights at Old Trafford, United fans for so many years, they were the they've been the most exciting, like. The one against Barcelona when Paul Scholes scored that screamer to send, send them through to the final. Like it's nights like that that United fans will look back on and remember as the greatest nights that have happened at Old Trafford. And there is, I think, everyone will be happy that United are being written off because there is no expectation from the fans being put on the team to go there and win. Because I don't think anyone thought they'd be in this position that they'd even no. get through after that first leg against PSG it was like oh everyone's just going to go to Paris and have a good night away and it's and it's going to be a good laugh like a good good away day you don't think anyone went there thinking that they'd do the unthinkable and get through so just to even have another European night at Old Trafford again this season I don't because someone I was talking to someone about nerves in games and someone was saying do you think City fans would be nervous and I just maybe they will be because there's more expectation on their on their side yeah. that they should be getting through and they should be winning all four trophies whereas I think if United fans are being realistic is there any expectation for United to go up against this Barcelona side and win there isn't so it's just just a good chance to have an, another good European night if they get a result bonus if they don't I don't think anyone's really expecting them to do it and that's an, that could be an advantage really couldn't it? I think Ty I remember I think it was you that wrote a piece that was saying that Barcelona's probably an easier gear fixture <laughs> yeah. than I'm not sure who the team was, but I'm, yeah, I think yeah. you remember which one yeah, it was. It was me that did it. it, it it's kind of the way Barca, the way that Barca set up. I think suits how United are playing at the moment better than the likes of Wolves and Watford. It's not to say that they're not a better team than those. They obviously are, but you know Barca play a certain way and they play a very high defensive line and try and press you. Whereas United, as we know at the moment, United are primed to play on their counter attack, mm. and you can see why. When Solskjaer came in, that was the easiest thing to do. He had the personnel there and it's it's not difficult to set a team up in training to start playing well on the counter-attack. Transitions are you know, relatively, or I guess, relatively easy to work on. Whereas 
finding ways to break down deep defences is a little bit trickier. And also United, since Ferguson left, United have been conditioned to play reactive football rather than proactive football. Mm. Under Moyes, Van Gaal and Mourinho, they were all reactive managers. So they've not been a proactive team who were breaking teams down and being creative for a long while. So you can't suddenly expect it to happen like that. So at the moment, their best chance of success is on the counter. They've got the players to play on the counter. And against Barcelona, they'll have the chance to play on the counter. They'll play that high defensive line. Rashford and Martial will see that space between that defensive line and the keeper and think, I'll have some of that. Anyway, if Pogba can find those sort of passes that he was playing to Rashford earlier in Solskjaer's reign, the goal of Tottenham springs to mind, then you know they could have some joy against them. Keeping Barcelona out is the trickier thing, but... The way I think the way Barca sets up, United will fancy their chances of causing them some problems and probably find it, or perhaps find it easier to create opportunities against that style of defence than they would against the Watford or the Wolves. They need to stick to their game plan as well because I think there's been so much talk about, about Messi and this fear that, oh my mm. goodness, Lionel Messi's coming to Old Trafford, how do we stop him? And I don't think that Solskjaer's going to be naive enough to have done a game plan around just stopping Messi because if that's how they set up, they will get beat because Messi is not the big, the only threat in that yeah. side. And if they solely focus on and get in their minds of, we just have to make stop him from scoring, the threat will come in from somewhere else and they'll miss other players that, that, are, that are on the attack for Barca. So I just think rather than, I'm hoping that he's decided that that's not going to be the plan. They're not just going to try and mark Messi out the game because as soon as that happens, United will lose the tie. They need mm. to go, they need to play their own game. They need to be solid defensively, but as a unit, rather than just trying to stop him. Yeah. Ty, do you think the Wolves' defeat will have any bearing on Solskjaer's squad selection for Barcelona? Or do you think it's one of them you have to just write off and move on? I think it's pretty much one of those you just have to write off. And, you know, he went with three at the back against Wolves. I can't see him doing that against Barcelona. I think it'd be back to a back four. I think he went with three at the back against Wolves because they'd lost with a four at the back two, two and a half weeks earlier. And he knows that Wolves always play three at the back. So I think he... He mixed it up with that in mind. I would be surprised if he went three at the back against Barcelona. I think it'll be back to a a back four. It could be a disaster if he starts three at the back. <clears throat> yeah, it could be. It could be. It's not a system they're used to. And I think every time they've used it, pretty much every time they've used it this season, it's been a bit of a catastrophe. And they just don't really Under have, Mourinho as well, it didn't work. No, they don't really have the personnel for it. So I think it'll be back to a, a back four, probably Lindelof and Smalling centrally and I think I'm not sure it's wise to play three at the back against Barcelona because they don't play with a natural two up front you know Suarez and Messi and whoever else plays whether it's Dembele or Coutinho are are great at moving and dropping deep so I think if you play three centre-backs you just confuse the issue even more so I think it'll be back to a back four and I think probably Lindelof small and Shaw and Young yeah and Charlotte I mean people talk about how do you stop Messi how do you stop Suarez is, should the mindset more be more towards how will how are United going to get the best out of their attacking players yeah. to stop them? Is it just one of the cases of focus yeah, on your own strengths? Yeah, that's what I was saying. If you if you they should go there, like you say, focus on your own strengths. And to be honest, from what you've heard Solskjaer say since he took over, he's tried to say we want to play attacking football, we want to do this, we want to do that. It's not about what the other team are doing, but he's going to have to tweak that slightly given it is Barcelona and. They are an impressive run of form. United aren't at the minute. But you're right, they should play to their own strengths. And like Ty just said, they will be able to get, they'll be able to find the space behind the Barcelona defenders. And the, the forwards, are, they're quick. So 
get an, get an early goal could be could be really interesting. But what you were saying about the Wolves game and obviously writing it off, uh, Scott McTominay was actually, um, I in my opinion, United's man of the match in that game. I don't know who who got man of the match in that game. I love how Ty was just raising his fist. This isn't like a victory. I remember Lovely. that piece, Ty. <laughs> McTomin Bay. We McTomin were, Bay. McTomin Bay is his uh, nickname <laughs> from Tyrone on our desk. Ma- mainly ironic, I think, because he thinks <laughs> I don't like him. But I did a text you saying that was that effect after he scored. You did, yes, yeah. you did, you did. It was a, a mighty fine strike. He, he was, I thought he was United's best player. Yeah, if, if, even if you take his impressive goal out of it, he, he was good. Mm. and it's one of them is he I think that's one going to be one of his biggest decisions it would be harsh to take him out such a big game is he going to go with more experiences in mm. Matic Matic hasn't been good in the last few weeks so he's put him in though for big games before like he started them yeah, against yeah them. he's got a lot of big game experience yeah. for someone who's not actually played that many games he's played a lot of big game so he has got the experience not on the same level as experience as Matic though and no. it's whether it's I would be surprised if, if the midfield wasn't Matic, Herrera and Pogba I'd you, be surprised are you going to go with that as well Charlotte midfield three yeah I do but I think that McTominay's perform but that is on paper his, strong, his strongest midfield mm. three is Matic, Herrera Pogba but McTominay's performance last week has and given how Matic has been performing in recent weeks I don't think it's as easy a decision as possibly it would have been a few weeks ago McTominay if you play I mean he played more in a more attacking role against Wolves and played it really well and got into good positions probably should have, should have scored again in the second half and no, no player on the pitch had more shots than McTominay against Wolves but I think if you played him against Barcelona, you'd be playing him in a more defensive role. And it, I mean, he's probably got more, he's probably more mobile than Matic these days. So with that sort of whirl of movement from Barca's attackers, you might, you know, Solskjaer might think that's worth, mm. you know, a few extra points compared to, to Matic. But Matic has got the experience and, you know, I, I think it would be that first choice midfield. I'd be surprised if it wasn't. I think Matic has been a bit sluggish of late and he kind of had a similar spell under Mourinho earlier in the season so I think the fact that Charles Gard took him out that was just before was, he uh, Solskjaer arrived wasn't it, it? Was, because there was yeah. the whole discussion about why is Mourinho not dropping Matic because he was sheet. so yeah. bad but then the way Solskjaer switched the tactics it's it's it seemed, he seemed to improve but he's just had a bit of a dip in recent yeah. weeks I think the fact he didn't play and didn't come on against Wolves so he's going to have had now what, 10 days off or so, 11 days with that game. So he's probably a bit fresher and you wonder if Solskjaer would be hoping that that sort of rest has got him back to the form he was showing earlier in his reign. Yeah. And finally, the fun three, are we all, we're both going to opt for pace in, in attack or? Maybe? Yeah, I'd go Martial and Rashford and then play Lingard slightly behind, you know, that false nine role that he yeah. played mm-hmm. against Spurs earlier yeah. in the season that really worked because then he can drop <coughs> he can drop back and help them in midfield yeah. and that's going to disrupt Barcelona so I'll I go think, with that yeah I'll go with that as well I think Lingard's such an intelligent footballer he knits it all together for United and he's he's a player who can be an extra attacker when needed or an extra midfielder when needed as Charlotte yeah. said so he can drop in he can you know, he can probably do a good job on Busquets you know, Busquets is vital to Barcelona in terms of starting attacks. If you played Lingard in kind of that false nine role, I think you could ask him almost when Barca have got the ball deep just to sit on him, don't let him have it, disrupt yeah. their flow. Disrupt him, yeah. And he's also, his movement is so clever. 
that he can drag those. He's so good in that false nine role because he can drag defenders out. I think he can drag a centre half out and, and suddenly Rashford Marshall and Martial have got room, room to yeah. get into. So yeah, I'll definitely be going with that front three. Yeah, and no Romelu Lukaku, no. On the bench. Off the bench. I think yeah. off the, the bench, bench maybe. Yeah. And that's no criticism of him for the role that he plays. I just think that the other two are quicker than him, <clears throat> as in Martial and Rashford, and Lingard could be the key to breaking Barcelona's um, fluid attack down. So I just think, unfortunately for him, yeah. place on the bench. Maybe we should go and tell Ollie our plans. Hopefully I, he'll know. I think he knows. I think we're you on the could, same way. You could tell him tomorrow <laughs> in the press conference. Could do, yeah. I've got a plan for you, well. Mr. Solskjaer. Just, so you know got two minutes, Ollie. your team. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, can we get a couple of predictions for you from the oh. first leg? We'll start with you, Ty. Uh, Just for the first leg, not the tie as a whole. I'm going to say 3-2 to United. Oof. Oh, wow. That's Five goal thriller on Wednesday night. I think there's goals. I think there's goals in this one. I hope so. It'll make for an entertaining spectacle, won't it? I don't think United will lose the first leg. I'm going... I can't see it. One or draw. Mm. All to do in the second leg. It's been done before. Yeah. It has, very recently. Yeah. But I don't think, as much as, as impressive as that PSG win was, and as much of a... We've heard rumours you're away for the Champions League final. I am on hollow. I've booked it off. Oh, here we go. But I could I could easily unbook it. <laughs> Put it that way. I'm not going anywhere. You're going on holiday to Madrid by any yeah. chance. No, holiday with, with Ashton. With a heavily pregnant wife. It's better I won't be going away anywhere that week. So I can easily unbook holiday if uh, if required. The miracle happens. Indeed, yes. If the miracle happens, I'm, uh, I could be there if required. We'll see if United get there. We'll see on Wednesday night what happens. So um, thank you. Ty, thank you, Charlotte, thank for you. joining us. Um, it's um, we'll see what happens. Obviously, Wednesday night. So, if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to the podcast via Acast or Apple Podcasts, and we will see you probably after the Barca game on Wednesday.